This episode of Classically Black Podcast is sponsored by Unclassified. Unclassified curates players for the curious classical listener. Whether you're looking to pair your stride with Stravinsky for a morning run, or to chill with Chopin after work, you can stream the perfect playlist for any moment. Learn more at unclassified.com. And we are moving on. Delaney. and it's katie and this is classically black podcast where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession with trap beats playing in the background duh okay just trying to switch it up articulation doing my best welcome um, back from detroit oh wait this is like seven weeks later so <laughs> not seven weeks. okay whatever i've lost track we're too organized you're su- operating in chaos so <laughs> or that's where everything else in my life is so oh. three minutes yeah. all right so news this week um <laughs> no, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> imagine <laughs> um the andrew mellon foundation just gave a three million dollar y'all grant. finding this money from Can y'all <laughs> listen sally may wants money okay no please i beg they want money costume <laughs> fact podcast he's a three million dollar grant what are we even gonna do with three million dollars <laughs> yeah i don't see it i, I just don't know what we do with it million three, you know how three million is three million yeah <laughs> it's like a million but three of them <laughs> okay just basic math over here um but they just gave a three million dollar grant um uh funding for a new collaborative initiative in the baltimore washington area that will champion a collective approach to diversifying american classical music um okay what that look like katie's not helpful i'm gonna tell you oh several books oh okay (laughs) calm down one two three four five more bullet points i mean you could you could you could relax you could just i can relax you well <laughs> what that finna look like <laughs> the florence price thing. i stay ready that when i tell y'all i rewinded that several times it wasn't the fact that i said florence price it's the fact that you whispered to me that it was the golden globe as if the mics weren't on <laughs> okay the baltimore washington musical pathways partners that is a mouthful um but that consists of the peabody institute uh the john it's not a mouthful i was gonna say something disgusting okay (laughs) it's it's best that we move on um that consists of the peabody institute um the john f kennedy center for the performing arts and the national symphony orchestra uh the dc youth orchestra program and levine 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 music um they're seeking to transform the field of classical music through their sustained and combined efforts to support and serve young musicians from diverse backgrounds who want careers in music um so this program or through this program they're going to prepare and support student musicians in grades 8 through 12 from communities that are underrepresented in u.s orchestras um for they're going to prepare them for studying at music conservatories as or as music majors at four-year colleges and universities Mm -hmm. um 
eventually leading to professional opportunities with the countries of leading ensembles um of talented and highly motivated students from the Baltimore and Washington DC areas are going to receive intensive uh, high quality individual instructions from leading instructors in that region. Um, they're also going to participate in regional youth orchestras and master classes with professional musicians from NSO and Peabody. Um, some side by side, some on stage performing, and um, they're going to get to attend some professional concerts. Um, and they're also going to ex to offer. Um, some opportunities, including regional convenings, uh, summer learning and tours, coaching, instrument support, um, and support for parents and families of the students uh, to develop and deepen their musical learning. So, um, yeah, that's the Baltimore Washington Musical Pathways Partners. They just got $3 million to do all of that. So, a great time to be uh in high school wanted to go into music in that area right yeah that's me i mean that's got enough money for that that's not a lot well but you're also talking about institution like this is already existing they got the three million dollar grant mm -hmm. to help out with this because like it's, it's peabody it's the kennedy center it's the national symphony orchestra um and all and a, two other organizations like that already have a lot of money mm -hmm. so I think it's enough money for that. <laughs> that's what's up. That's that's what you call making a change. All right. There you go. I can not spend $3 million on t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and keychains. Impress. <laughs> I'm talking about $3 million I don't got. So anyway, um, moving on. The Philadelphia Orchestra. Okay, the Joseph Conyers Symphony Orchestra. All right, I'm exactly. listening. <laughs> right, okay. Um, starting a petition to rename it that. <laughs> okay, twelve million signatures. <laughs> right. Okay, the girls are waiting on the first day. Right. <laughs> okay. All from me. Okay, a collective sigh of relief. <laughs> like, thank God, we've been waiting to name it after him. <laughs> Could be signing twelve million times. So okay. Long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, going out to their their symphony center and and scraping the letters <laughs> off. <laughs> You don't have to bail us out of jail for vandalism. Then I will do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving the man his things. The shout out to Peyton when he said, uh, what did he say? It never surprises me. Or no, it always surprises me. Y'all's ability to blow things out of proportion. <laughs> I, like, I see what you're saying, but also who's blowing out of proportion? You're right. We're, this is pretty in proportion. I, I would say we're pretty spot on. Right. So If anything, we should should expand let's let's rephrase it i think we are good at giving people their things right and i think a man of his stature deserves an orchestra named after him right i agree what is out of proportion about that giving people their things okay when you go to the store you buy something you get it right because it's your things right and the same thing is here mm -hmm. um good. the philadelphia orchestra is uh I'm sorry the Joseph Conyers Symphony Orchestra. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not even, you know what? Let's not even start that. Is <laughs> putting high quality recordings of their concerts online for free. Every recording um, is high quality because right. the personnel. I mean, um, the initial batch um, of nearly three dozen pieces from the 2018-2019 uh, season are already available on the website at philorc.com. Okay. Yeah, that's right. org slash on demand. Um should be just kind of Sony Orchestra dot org. These are yeah, these are small changes that will Right. They just gotta wait for the you know, they don't wanna 
you know, waste money waiting on the domain show right now. So they're going to just wait till it's, yeah. you know. Um, I understand. The uh, CEO, the president and CEO. going to stop talking to us. <laughs> Um, release this quote uh, explaining why because a lot of people were like it's not gonna mess with your cd sales or ticket sales or whatever but the ceo um released a statement saying this is all about engaging our audience in as many ways as possible and as meaningfully as possible the more you burnish the brand of the philadelphia orchestra by sharing the art that the orchestra and yannick and others make on stage which we're gonna rephrase that um <laughs> the more you hopefully increase si- ticket sales ticket sales and philanthropy too and i was like what you mean and others in the orchestra okay just conyers and others <laughs> and crew and friends <laughs> yeah and groupies right <laughs> and and help right <laughs> not a help <laughs> i mean and them and them <laughs> and them period period um yeah but you can check out some of them high quality recordings at philorkin.com slash on demand that's dope period for absolutely free that used to be um only um available to like you know season ticket holders and that sort of oh, thing oh for real it's yeah. a bad thing yeah and for a lot of orchestras a lot of orchestras have that so i think they're one of the first people to make it just like it's free. I think the Berlin Phil should do that. Yeah, because they I have really that, hope, really, that digital concert hall thing, but you got to be paying for yeah. a lot of that. So You got to pay for all of it. And like some schools, Eastman, does Eastman have it? I don't know. My undergrad had it. It was like a huge deal. They yeah. were like, we bought it. That's what they said? <laughs> huh? That's what they said? Mm-hmm. They were like, we bought it. And I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't care enough back then. Now I'm looking dumb, so. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> right. Are we moving on already? Yeah. Not quite three minutes, but 10. Okay. Period. Okay, progress. Okay, so we traveled. So um, when we travel, I like to do listens lately. Because to me, it's always fun to know, like, what people are listening to. Um, When you're used to hearing a voice. Like, I like, I like to know, like, when I listen to the read, like, what they're listening to. So... Just give me three songs. Uh, apparently, like we were preparing for this episode, and last year I asked you to give like a whole archive of your like. Right. What was I feeling like? Come on, ten songs, ten pieces. That was ridiculous. How long was that intermission? Um, the girls don't have time today, so I just want to hear three songs um, that you've been listening to a, a lot um, in your travels or whatever. Okay, so three songs I've been listening to. Uh, Suge by the baby. Period. Can we? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we even get out the? Mm-hmm. Wait, there's not. Is there a lot of questions in there? I mm-hmm. don't want to edit that out. <laughs> oh, it's bright. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. And then after that, then it gets into oh the first plan- yeah Bobby uh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah so maybe not yeah okay, we won't we won't play. um <laughs> um as a complete and total contrast um I've been listening to I've been listening back to Melodies from Heaven by Kirk Franklin that got me practicing my uh my singing in different different right. registers. Right. <laughs> 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 
Right. So I want to, you know, practice going back and forth. Melodies from heaven. Um, and then there's a couple other ones, but I guess my third one I would say is Ballin' by Mustard and Roddy Rich. You listen to Roddy Rich? That's the only song I know by him. You don't know Box? I know this song because I heard it on somebody's mm. Instagram story and I just liked it. Mm. Okay, for me, um, I've been on the Janae Aiko trip. Like, um... I don't know why. For one, I thought that was the girl that dated Chris Brown. It's Karuchi. I'm not gonna say that. It's rude. But um, I, yeah, I've been on a trip with her. One of her, one of the songs that she really cute not be like this. Cute not be terrible for like just sitting three here. consecutive seconds. I'm just sitting here. You're not, you're not the see. I'm not sitting here. People don't know because we didn't. You know, we were on a time crunch. At the live show, people don't know how terrible you can be. No, we did a sh- we did a show live. You're not gonna you're not gonna throw dirt on my name. No, 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 no. People saw, so we were focused. But you, anyway, she has this a song that she came out with. I'm not gonna say the name of it because this is a PG podcast. But the name of it is bad. Yeah, look, um, you'll you'll know what it is when you see it. <laughs> but um even though one of the lines is like low-key problematic because she's like um you don't need no free time that's you and me time i'm like i wish somebody would tell me that that is toxic but okay. um let's say that he might be able to say to me every day and i'll be like oh no no <laughs> don't you worry um so i've been listening to a lot of janae aiko um that song that i can't say as uh, some other stuff um i've been listening to sometimes by her recommendation by garrett because she was like I, he said he's been having that song on repeat and i'm like wait for real what are you talking about and um i listened to it and i loved it and i was like i don't listen to a lot of her or yeah agr whatever um so that and then my last one there's a artist i think he's out of um i think he's out of new orleans i don't know but um it's called who shot johnny his name is tyler yahweh that song is just lit i was introduced to it because um southern it's like it was southern Univer- university's like their marching band like their song of the year i don't know they they played it all the time that's probably all to y'all shade but um <laughs> but i really like that song who shot johnny mm-hmm. okay don't do that that's what that's their arrangement but um yeah i mean there's other things like you know the baby and stuff but that's for three because we're doing stuff expeditiously right period the baby is just uh, we're gonna talk about the sphinx thing but i just love black people because the way we can just switch like flip the switch just like we was just talking about mozart that suge line it wasn't suge they didn't play suge did they bob bob they played bob how you not play should all right i suggested it out of all the things i suggested bob was the only thing they played i'm sorry the dj was terrible they should let me hop on there i mean i will say there would have been no latinx stuff it's because i'm not familiar but um but i think they were suggesting stuff so i mean i just guess typing type in and it was like the his style just wasn't good like the he there was like empty space mm-hmm. he, he would let songs play out the whole time which is weird to me it's like some songs be like five minutes of the same stuff. Like, I don't know. That's intermission, y'all. Short, sweet, to the point. Boom. Bam. Period.
all right let's let's move on you getting your eight hours of sleep delaney girl you know i'm not well who really is but i have something that may work for you unclassified allows you to stream curated classical music playlists for any moment bet so they got playlists for sleeping yup you can find satier dakiani rhoda and several others on the peaceful music for sleeping playlist ah this list is so cool because it also features a bunch of women composers like jane cornish jennifer higdon and amy beach we're on the heels of Women's History Month, and although every month is Women's History Month, period. start getting your lives together now. You can find Unclassified's profile and playlist on major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer, and more. Learn more at Unclassified.com, and we are moving on. All right, so we're doing um, our Sphinx Connect 2020 recap. Oh, this is probably my favorite Sphinx. Like, honestly... This one, I think this was my favorite one. It was a whirlwind. Like, I got back to my apartment, and I was like, I feel like I was just here. Which I was. It was, what, two days, two and a half days? It's crazy. Well, it took me forever to get to my... Jesus. All right, that brings us to our first um, portion of the recap. Getting there. Right, getting there and getting back. I got... I got when I landed in Detroit, I was pissed. I was oh yeah because you had delays getting there too i forgot oh yeah but like just the feeling so i think i texted delaney and i was like <clears throat> i'm not afraid to fly like i'm I'm really not like and honestly like can you when i say this can you just behave kind of I'm, I'm trying i'm gonna be i want to be clear to the people but i need you to behave there's no secret that i fly a lot i think last year i had I the think, only person that believes that's a secret is you <laughs> don't i think last year i think i had like 40 to 50 flights so that's see i don't want to hear nothing from you katie but so whatever and it's because viola has even though i don't get i, I don't think much of it because it's like i'm not i'm not to the point yet where it's like i'm getting paid to do it. most of the things i do i don't get paid to do it but i'm trying to line my cv with talks or lectures whatever so i take the opportunity viola has um taken me to that place and i'm lucky enough to have a plug that allows me to take these flights and some of them are auditions that's why like when people be like you be out here i'm like it's not fun to go to london and take an l on an audition that's not fun it don't have to be fun it's just a flight it's like that's the point <laughs> but yeah i think i think i was around 40 between 40 and 50 flights last year so i can't really and also i don't live in the same city as my family so i can't afford to be afraid to fly it's just the reality of it it's just kind of dumb and also, like, my first flight was, like, when I was, like, six months. Because, like, again, my family's not from here. So, there's only you been two. That. What? So it was, I mean, I don't that. remember that. But it's, like, you know when you're used to doing something? Like, babies who, I don't know. It's, like, when you're when you're accustomed to doing something. And people take their first flight. And I was an undergrad. This master student, that was the first flight he took. You know? So, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. So, I told Delaney, I was like, there's only two times in my entire life that I was on a plane. I thought I could die. The first one was going to Cincinnati last year for my f- second time. I They just had a tornado. So tornadoes mess up the atmosphere pressure. I'm not a scientist, but I know. I remember learning something about that. So, And the only thing that kept me like calm was the fact that I was sitting next to a pilot who was just on his phone. And I was like, okay, we must be fine. This must be a regular day at work. The second time was on my way to Detroit, like coming from Chicago to Detroit. It was terrible. And the reason is people who like, 
if you're nervous to fly, there's a couple things you could look out for. The first thing, the first thing is understanding that like I don't know the exact statistic, but if your plane, the, the likelihood of your plane falling to the ground because of turbulence is like zero to none. I mean, the right the right brothers kind of figured that out. However, the flight attendant like looked worried, like and that. The, they do this multiple times a day. It's her first day. <laughs> Let's hope so. Never flown before. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> she never flown before. You've won, isn't it? Let's hope that it was her first day. She, her face looked concerned. And the other lady in the aisle serving water in this hall. Splashing <laughs> up. I'm like, sis, it's not that necessary. Sit down. And the pilot. And this probably like 20 minutes into the flight from Chicago. Oh, absolutely not. Girl, and the pilot came over the thing and was like, um... It's going to be like this until we get to Detroit. I said, are you? Girl! <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling you. It was terrible. And to the point, I'm a very dramatic person. I will, I will admit that. I'm very dramatic. I'm a, I'm a Leo. And it's in my character. Like, I'm just dramatic. So I was sitting there. And I was like, you know what, Katie? Why don't you wait till the plane starts plummeting before you text your mom so you don't pan- make her panic? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know what your experience was, but like I've never. It's like I, it's the degree, and also let's not. We can't be remiss to say like, maybe I wouldn't have felt so emotional if it wasn't on the heels of the Kobe Bryant tragedy. So it's like, yes, he was in a helicopter, but still, and also wasn't something that had to do. He the reason why one of the many reasons was his low visibility when i tell you i couldn't see anything out the window girl i was i was actually terrified yeah i was like well delaney has a good time doing the live show alone no i was also very afraid because especially because i couldn't see anything out of the out of the windows i didn't like thinking about that so but um i'm also very i'm a i wasn't always afraid to fly but i feel like i'm a i'm a kind of a paranoid person by nature Mm -hmm. so within the last year i'd say every flight every flight i take i think about the plane going down at least once oh for real yeah i'm getting i think i'm getting increasingly more so i texted my mom after i landed and was like i feel like i'm developing a a fear of flying especially after that um because there was times when i was like just real tight and like just trying to go to sleep so at least like may i mean if the plane was plummeting i would probably wake up so but like i was just trying to take the time where it wasn't jerking around to try to go to sleep mm-hmm. because like i just i panic real easily and i told my because my mom's a flight attendant so she flies all the time um so she's obviously not afraid of uh of flying so but she wasn't much help <laughs> she was like, she was like, she was like, oh, is it um a small plane well she said something before that i forgot but she said it was a small plane and i was like yeah and she's like yeah a lot of people get afraid on those i was like okay <laughs> thanks i don't know but what could she say she's been yeah. flying she's been a flight attendant she's been a flight attendant for maybe almost 30 years Jeez. i think 27 28 i think th- she's coming up on 30 years so how many flights has she been on you know so she probably that's probably so far away from her mind being afraid of flying like you know but um i wonder I'll, I'll be curious like i wonder is it has there ever been a flight recently or whatever that she was actually like yo what's going on yeah i, w- I wonder if i would have known about it because th- i've never heard her say anything like that mm-hmm. like being afraid on the flight but i don't know yeah that flight had me but the flight back was not not nearly as bad Flight back was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's why I don't know. That's why I was especially, and that's another thing. Like flying direct was like great for me because I'm on the plane list. Mm-hmm. Like, and I always try to fly direct. Especially, I wasn't. I didn't have my base with me, but when I'm when I do have my base, I just always try to fly. If I'm going somewhere, if I can go direct, it's better with or without the base. But especially with the base, I was trying to save money. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I would have been on Delaney's flight, but I took United because I wanted a free bag. That's one of uh, one of my uncle's uh, things. So I wanted to save money and get a free bag. So I took two planes, and w- literally the time it took me to fly to Chicago would have been in Detroit. So yeah, <laughs> I would have actually been in and Detroit I hate, I earlier. Don't like tra- I don't travel either. So, <clears throat> but um, the flight back was <laughs> it started snowing like mad in Detroit, like mad, and then so we were delayed like two hours, and then. I mean, I think that one was okay. the The terrifying thing was, okay, I didn't know I was flying to, to uh, through Newark until that morning, and I rolled my eyes because every time I go through Newark, it's some junk, and I think they lose my bag or it's delay or something. So we get to Newark, it was delayed, and I was like, good, cause I almost missed my flight anyway because of the other delay, and because to the point that I called my cousin, I'm like, can I stay with you? <clears throat> because I really thought I was going to miss my flight, and. Um, so we get on the plane or whatever. It's snowing in Rochester, apparently, whatever. And uh, so we take off or whatever. And it's a 45-minute flight from Newark to Rochester. I'm I'm pretty tired. And so I'm I'm trying to close my eyes or whatever. And I'm like, we've been in this plane mad long. Like, mad long. And also, I felt the plane go down. But then I also felt it pull right back up. And I was like, hmm. But, you know, I ain't no pilot or nothing. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a small plane, which I already hate. It's one of the real, real small ones. Like, uh, ERJ is already a small plane. That's the one I took to Detroit. So, that mm, this is the one that has the one seat on one side and then two. And so, it's like, like, I've been on planes where you have to, like, shift people around to balance it out. You know what I'm saying? So, the flight attendant came up to like he did the front section first in the back he was like hey guys so he and he was a great fight like he was fantastic he was like so the acting system's not working so p- the pilot is not does not feel comfortable landing the plane so we are on our way back to newark to newark we'll be there in 20 minutes and then i don't know what we're gonna do when we get there we're either gonna fix this plane or we're gonna find a new plane and then we'll go back to rochester and i was like <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel because it's like the fact that a lot of things go through your mind because it's like, if the what if the pilot wanted to risk it? I mean, I, I'm sure it's like you wouldn't think about that stuff when there's people's lives on the line, but it's like, you know, right? What if the pilot was like, mm, me? I've been flying long enough, right? <laughs> you know, I, I don't really feel fully comfortable, but who feels fully comfortable? <laughs> like, and then the fact that like. I don't know. It's just a lot of things weren't going through my mind about. I don't. I don't, I don't even know what was thinking. Also, like people know, I'm I'm a pretty religious person. The, the people across from me, they they were religious as well. The thing, it's like they were they started praying, right? Like they were prayer warriors. This is a thing that was comforting and terrifying because, like, they are fully father. 
Father God, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you. Oh and I'm like, my gosh. and it's like we're in a small place, so I can hear you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sitting right next to them, and it's like you would think, like, Katie, what are you talking about? That would be that. That's comforting. No. I'm like, no, no, that's terrifying. The way that they are praying, like I've been in church all my life. That kind of prayer, you really think we about to die? Like you think we are about to die? That kind of junk, like. It actually made me like uneasy. Like, Father God, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you. You are the author and finisher of our faith. And I was like, ah, you think we're gonna die? <laughs> like, it was just, it was, it was bad. But you know what? I'm here now, and I got home at like four o'clock in the morning. Well, but we got there, so yeah, yeah, I'm good on that. That's what, and also, cause I told my mom, I was like, I don't, I can't afford to have a fear of flying. Like I was from Los thing. Angeles, yeah, right? <laughs> like, what, right? Like I literally, and that's a, it's, it's a long flight to go on. Oh, no. But yeah. at least you can find comfort in the fact that when you fly from Rochester to Los Angeles or Buffalo to Los Angeles, that it's all over land. So and better land on land than in water. You could die from either. <laughs> like, like i mean i will say i do feel i've only flown over a large body of water once and it was and but luckily i was with my mom at the time but i mean yeah i feel less terrified if i'm not flying over water but still i think it's also the knowledge and you know what let's not talk about that i mean but also just in case someone listens to it on a plane can you imagine <laughs> also i was also saying <laughs> Oof. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, yo. I was listening to the read at the same time going to Detroit and they were talking about some show called like The Good Life or oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it's called. And it's a show about the afterlife. And I was like, hmm, this is terrible timing. <laughs> Yikes. Well, at least I left my viola in Rochester. My mom can sell it to bury me. So all right. <laughs> um, I hope so she don't listen to this episode. That would upset her. Move. <laughs> my mom hates when i say stuff like that i mean as she should moving on yeah i can see why <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i guess so i was on the phone with nikki she's like i'm not gonna listen to your morbid jokes <laughs> <laughs> happy flying friends i told her it's so bad god told her the icing system wasn't working so she went to get a new plane i was like hmm, i was wanting to go sledding she's like katie i'm gonna <laughs> Jamaicans have a saying: you have to take bad thing, make joke. Like you have to, like you have to, like make a joke out of bad. bad thing, so, so I was yeah. like, "She's like, well, okay, this is not the time." <laughs> and I was like, "Sounds fun," but you know, I don't know enough about planes because I I've seen planes slide off the runway, but for whatever reason that didn't it didn't register that's that that's dangerous to me. I don't know why. I don't. You, it's in grass. Don't look at me like that. It's in grass okay you're still in a plane though but it's planes because they can flip over like wait they, they can't, can't. <laughs> what what makes you think they couldn't because the wings like stop it you know what i'm saying you can still flip over on the wing that's still you in the okay <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> at the very least you okay all you're i see is this shock. like you like you go like this and it go like that it just go that's off. still not gonna be that'd be terrifying yeah. even if you weren't physically hurt that's terrifying and that would that seriously have, affect me getting on a plane in the i don't future. think i could get another on another plane. yeah like <laughs> all right let's move on yeah we should um yeah reunion with friends lots of our friends were not there this year like the overwhelming majority <laughs> of our friends were not there like we were missing jaleesha cremaine 
Jason, Jason Condon, Brandon, Caitlin, Caitlin, six people. <laughs> All of our friends were not there. Yeah. Well, we have friends that were there. But we don't want that. <laughs> Could you imagine our friends that were there yeah. listening to this? Um, with all these texts, um, but <laughs> the nice thing was that we had like a lot of great friends there. Yeah, shout out to Mara, shout out to Blanca. Blanca's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Peyton, Richard, and Doctor Richard Desinol. Right, come <clears throat> on, pre Doctor Richard. And I don't care what he say. That's what you be called. So right, get over so, it. I, Rich, I was like Richard. Once you get once you get this doctor in front oh, of name, shoot. first of all, when it's for real, like okay, it's already real. Like we already know you're gonna get it. But when it's like. You got the paper. You gonna be tired of me, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna call you Richard anymore. It's Doctor Richard, or Doctor. Doctor doesn't order Doc. No, <laughs> something. Um, you got a music theory? That's not a little little fee. I know he do it every day. Like, get up, do music theory, be Richard. Like, I know you do that, but like, nah. Well, he said like only four black people. Period. Getting that degree right now, like. Oh, you finna hear from me. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I already got his name changed on my phone. Dr. Professor Oh, yeah. Richard. And I got some little emojis next to it with mm. the little... <laughs> Period. Um, yeah, so it was cool. So I haven't seen Peyton in forever. Right. You got new so. friends. So. Right. <laughs> Not new friends. <laughs> he literally is getting another degree. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, It was so nice seeing him. Yeah. And Mara. I haven't seen Mara since Tennessee. Yeah. We're in Tennessee. Just about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was nice. Yeah. These no sounding tunes, what I need to be making, so. Danny Poppin, he got stuff. Right, so. So anyway. um Yeah, but shout out to them. Fun. Yeah. Uh recording Triloquy, always a good time. Um our second collab of several 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 more yeah we gotta we we gotta actually got stuff done because me and delaney will say we're gonna do a whole bunch of stuff and then we text that emoji that emoji <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and we also got to link up with adam we got reunited with adam said oh yeah that's coming out in a couple of weeks um right let's not forget him because remember when you forgot him he was like so i had to, i had to go grovel at his feet <laughs> i was like do you forgive me <laughs> i was like please i beg i did <laughs> i didn't mean it he was like he was like oh how was the interview like did it turn out well was it worth your time i was like i was like 20 minutes Excuse of silence me? with you would be worth our time <laughs> was it worth your t- what is wrong with him give it up the, the humble stuff is annoying <laughs> <laughs> the jig is up okay we know who you are i was like 20 minutes of silence could you imagine? I get twenty minutes of silence with Adam Savage. It's still more than worth it. So, oh, he was so humble, and it was just, it was really good. And I'm happy to see he's doing well. And right. well, how you put off the girl's neck? I'm just trying to figure out how you you are principal. And to seeing him up on stage, like he just like fit right in that section. Like he was just Adam. Like what the heck? I'm so proud. And we also got to um, reunite with Joseph Conyers, but we'll get to that later when we talk about the closing plenary. But oh my freaking! I'm on the brink of tears. I was like, "Hey, you don't even do this in here." Like, yeah. what the <laughs> heck? But it was also cool. Like the thing I love about just being in this type of environment. Like I feel like I don't know. It's just cool to know. Like it's just cool to like know people and pe- have people who care about you. Like. Even when I got to the lobby, first of all, I got there looking like silly because I, I don't like travel with my hair out. So I looked rough. I was like, I'm just get my keys and let's go up there. 
And the first thing, the first person I saw was um, Jennifer. I'm trying to think of that's how did I see Jennifer Lacolina first, but I saw Jennifer and she's like, "Were you supposed to play something for me?" And it's like that just does not. First, of all, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> happy New Year!" <laughs> not happy New Year. How are you? <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Good sisters at home where she belongs." So, right, trumpet by trumpet. Okay, I was about to say trumpet by his Peyton. Peyton bar his trumpet thing. He was gonna toot toot on that. I was, if, that's real cute. If it was two years ago, yeah. If 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 the reason why I bought my viola last year is because I thought it was going to be like Sphinx in 2018. But they changed the schedule around. So it's like there's not a lot of free time. Because I practiced the first the first year I went to Sphinx, I practiced. I practiced like twice. But um, I already knew what the time it was. So I just convinced myself. I said, you will not have time. You will not have time. And then I, I left it. Like there's not. But I, like I said before, I, I've said it in a couple of episodes ago like i just don't not receive don't not i just <laughs> do not receive that kind of like embrace from other colleagues in the in the profession there's i feel like only with black people do i do i see that and mm-hmm. it's like of course there's like there's exceptions like scott was like well yeah what do you need to do that? that's not what i'm saying mm-hmm. but i'm talking mm-hmm. about like well, honorary no i'm so okay <laughs> <laughs> honorary black card <laughs> oh my gosh i'll get dragged no, yeah. i would drag myself <laughs> <laughs> but like just her being not for him specifically but like just in general yeah. giving out honorary black cards just in case he's listening <laughs> <laughs> but just the fact that she was like because i was i was supposed to send her something and I, I didn't but um and like seeing beverly and she was like oh we got to catch up on um on your health store however that went because i I consulted her and interviewed her for for some help on that, and I saw Lacolian who remembered me out of nowhere. Are you done? Katie is famous, yo. I'm, really I'm here not, for decoration. I'm literally not. You literally are. All the famous people know you. That's Lacolian, Beverly, Jennifer, um, Alex Lang. Alex Lang. Me and Alex Lang have a thing because he's Greek. He's Greek. So, well, what about and the rest he, of the people? That was just one person. And then Alex Lang was like. Oh, let me introduce you to Lacolian. He was like, "Oh, I already know her." And I was like, "Well, see, like, it's just, it was see, Katie famous out Lacolian here, y'all." knows you as well. He does not know me. He does know you. He does not. We went to the same festival. That doesn't mean he knows me. And I was a yard boy at that festival. That doesn't mean he knows me. Yard boy. He does not know me. He knows you. He walked past me several times. At the fest, at the thing. Yep. Also, I had that shirt see? on. See, no, <laughs> nah, you trying he to make excuses? Nope, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. There's nothing to know me as Katie. Gratitude. That's not true. I play in Katie. But like I haven't done anything yet except this. Still know you. You haven't done anything? Your C V is empty, your resume has nothing on it? Not you know what I mean. What orchestra do I play with? Okay, that's not Ra- the only thing Ra- wasn't Ra- you just on you was on performance today um first of all on okay, the on not, the little thing it said Catherine brown viola whatever under that it said joshua bell violent no no katie because you no nah, you had a whole spread in the rochester women's magazine i'm when i talk about spread i mean spread like mm-hmm. picture across two different pages you're not finna nah, you're not finna play me you was on that single dope black chick see When I get to a point in my life where I feel like I have something, I'm just saying these are tangible things. Solid to offer. I'm just saying, and I'm just saying you can't you can't argue with this. These people do know you. It's a fact. 
You see how Katie gets when she's bombarded with facts? Speechless. It's like, Speechless. I see what you're saying, but it's like, I have a lot of work to do. That I'm not saying you don't got no work to do. And first of all, who am I to tell you you got work to do? You're like, why would I be on my Katie? Yeah, you got work to do. <laughs> In my glass house? <laughs> Throwing stones? I, I When I become notable. You are notable. Anyway, it was just nice to see people and also be reminded of the human And to be seen, right? And being reminded that community, Titus came up to us. Oh, see, that's another famous person. Came up to us. Came up to us. And it was it was good. It was nice to see people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Glad I'm able to attach myself to Katie's famous name like a skin tag. <laughs> okay, first of all, Gross. <laughs> Secondly, are you okay? Third of all, I'm ready to end this. <laughs> um, what are we talking about now? I guess the live show. Ooh, we did a live show. Came out what at by the time this releases? What two weeks ago? Sure. Two, yeah, two weeks ago. By the time this comes out, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was our very first show with an audience. It was it was weird at first. Like, well, you know what? I it wasn't weird the beginning wasn't as weird as I thought it was gonna be just because I've said we've said our opening little whatever the heck in front of an audience before people laugh so I kind of expected someone would scoff or whatever mm-hmm. at. but it was weird to say certain things and people laugh and it was like people were snapping it was like it was cool I guess yeah it was funny like it sounds like it's a studio audience mm-hmm. <laughs> in the recording um it, it was okay i feel like there were some parts of me i mean my friends reassured us that it just went well but there's just some parts of me that like i'm the type of person i have to be careful because like i'll just keep replaying and like critiquing keep critiquing so but it, i mean i think for our first one i think it went pretty well um i think a critique that we got from our friends was that like if you close your eyes it sounded like a normal show i wanted us to make sure that we sounded authentic like was well, that a critique not a not yeah like uh, but like a a positive one like it sounded like we were ourselves it sounded like we um we didn't sound nervous that's what i was worried about we didn't sound like unsure like we just did what we normally do Mm -hmm. and and that was it yeah i feel like it largely went it largely went well Mm um yeah and i mean y'all heard it if y'all listened to episode 68 it's crazy how nervous we were though because i didn't girl when people were walking in, i was like do we really have to do this i was like ready to bolt <laughs> and at first like at first i thought like, people weren't there and then i looked up at one point and like there were people in the middle sitting down and people standing up and and you know me okay so we went to a session in there the day before first of all we had never been in that well we hadn't been in that room since last year mm-hmm. so i didn't realize how big the room is she over here talking about it's an intimate space girl ain't nothing intimate about that. ain't nothing intimate about that space so we're in the session before <laughs> <laughs> and um the, the day before and me and katie are sitting sort of in the middle we kind of just walked in right went right to our seats we didn't really take a look around yeah we thought it was kind of big so then somebody's asking a question in the back and so i turn around <laughs> being ghetto and was like this shit go all the way back <laughs> i was like oh no 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 we cannot do this tomorrow i was like katie have fun i wish okay. you the best of luck on your solo show you've done plenty of lectures and lecture recitals and you you've also done lectures across i've done a lecture singular um across the globe so 
No, not yet. Across the globe, so I know that you'll do well without me. I'll be on the plane back to Rochester. Um, but yeah, I dragged myself there, and it went well. So also, I think another thing that helped. First of all, I didn't have to play, so that always makes me feel better. Secondly, there were so many people like planted throughout the room that it's made me feel really comfortable. Like Garrett sat, Garrett and Scott sat on the first row. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I think as a violist, that might have made me nervous, but like in the capacity in which we were speaking um Blanca and Mara were there helping us before Richard and Peyton were also there asking do you need anything and then at the back of the room when I tell you when I looked up and I saw honestly I wanted to cry because he was just (laughs) I'm like tearing up front (laughs) you know I cry really easily oh my god when I tell you that was like the biggest like I don't know what we did to deserve this man I just I just don't know. Like, you, you look back, and Joseph Connors is back there just smiling, like, so proud of us. And it was just, like, the best feeling. And I don't know what we did. I don't. I know. I was uh, talking to my mom. I'm actually, like, I'm actually crying oh, right now. <laughs> I cry really easily. So I'm like, take it with a grain of salt. But um, I remember, like, I was talking to people. I'm like, he's literally associate principal of the Philadelphia Orchestra, one of the best orchestras in this country. I'm like, why does he listen to this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like we just be on these mics just talking laughing our lips like <laughs> well I was just like oh my when I saw him I was like oh my god he was, I was and, and especially because we didn't think he was gonna be able to make yeah. it because his flight but then it got in early I was just like oh it's my made me, gosh it just made me feel like it's like everyone there that w- was important but I don't I just don't I don't sometimes people sometimes like God the universe whatever it brings people into your life and it's really like it's crazy how much of an impact they have like that was probably the best feeling i've had i had during that whole experience like that was just incredible so oh come on first live show period hopefully a minute we'll see but it's like it's hard because it's like we're not we're not wide reaching like our we're wide reaching but our listeners aren't concentrated in any one area. Yeah. So I'm not doing a live show for five people. Our top <laughs> city, I think, is Rochester. It's Rochester. Yeah. But also, you know, these girls love being in the annex practicing. So. And they love being busy, so. so. Allegedly busy. <laughs> because I'm, I, I, I don't care. Like, you're not, you're not going to tell me you're busy when I had, I was here with two master's degrees and I taught 20 hours a week. Like, you're not going to tell me that you're busy. I'm sorry. I wish I didn't say that. Honestly, let's just keep going. Come on, double. Come on, pedagogy master. Did not study pedagogy. Okay, well, okay, me saying it anyway. <laughs> okay. Can we please move on? Master of pedagogy. No, that's not what I got. No, I'm been, not talking about the degree. I'm just talking about you. I'm not a master of pedagogy. My opinion. Okay. As long as you would say that. Sure. In your opinion. Anyway, I mean, we all know we all know Katie, and we all know the truth. So, don't really need. I'm to. the one who knows the truth. You are not the one. You remember? I, you remember seconds ago when I bombarded you? Well, minutes ago when I bombarded you with the truth, and you were speechless. I wasn't speechless. I was over less it. of speech. Okay, so then Something I said was the truth. Remember that? Okay, so let's talk about um, the closing plenary. Okay, so that was my favorite part of the whole thing. 
live show second, but this is first. The closing plenary. Right. We all know the keynote speaker was once again. Okay. Uh sixtieth time we mentioned him in this episode. We might as well change it to change it to classically Joseph Parkins, which <laughs> I would be highly in favor of. Right. So I mean, I know y'all probably think like oh, again. I'm like, yes. Yes, again. And probably again next episode. Right. And until the end. Right. So, so. I'm sorry, like until you do better than him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but he was a keynote speaker yeah, to closing so plenary. Well. I know it was re- I was so inspired. Like, yeah. I was just like here I don't know. It was just so it was churchy. It was churchy. You know, I love um, some good church stuff. Yeah. It was just oh my gosh, it was just amazing. Cause um I ran into him before and he and he was saying that like he felt like he really um like put a lot of himself into the speech mm. and like after hearing it knowing exactly what he meant mm-hmm. was like and he said that he felt like sphinx was exactly like the type of place that he could mm-hmm. do that and the response from the audience like oh, the response yeah. from the audience when you speak as sphinx is just so different because like he said all that churchy stuff when we was in there amen oh, and i said take your time pastor. <laughs> I, was, I was like listen if you if you i could get my churchy side out i was like preach preach <laughs> I was, I was, you know, about to feel the Holy Ghost. Okay, okay Katie throwing her blazer over me, dragging me out. <laughs> you imagine? If you caught the Holy Ghost, <laughs> the freaking aisle. <laughs> <laughs> so extra. Um, speaking tongues. All I, all I needed really was the Martin Luther King Jr. fans. Listen, he should have been passing them out before, right? Um, yeah, but if y'all if y'all weren't there, if y'all missed it, there is a recording of we should, it. We should look um, it. yeah, um, He's so, so inspiring. Like, how did you do like, that? Is yeah, it was amazing. Um, it was, I don't know, it was just an amazing speech. I just period, like, I don't know, y'all know we stand him, so. yeah. I mean, I can only aspire to be like a fraction. Of, I feel like if I was a fraction of if I accomplish a fraction of what he does in my lifetime, I feel like. I'd have done a, a great deal. Like I yeah. feel like I would have been, I would be satisfied mm-hmm. with what what I accomplished. My like, third black excellence. Period. Of many more. What do you mean? Like, because we did his initial black excellence, and then we did the thing where he got the Juilliard job, and now we're doing this. I mean, I'm, there'll be something of else. many more. But what's right. it, what else I'm gonna do? I'm right. First best player on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> like, but I mean, we thought that before. And just keeps coming up with things so Can you imagine <laughs> joseph and norma take the moon <laughs> <laughs> that might be that, that might kill me right. <laughs> I'm like, okay this is the last straw <laughs> like my my heart rate was already fast for the juilliard <laughs> thing so so well yeah so i'll link the um the closing plenary so y'all can see oh my gosh it was just mad inspiring and um and getting to talk to him afterwards mm-hmm. to just being so supportive and stuff and he was like when you go when am i gonna hear you play it yeah when are you (laughs) inbox delaney and tell her to get on this figure it out okay okay i'm hurt come on i know and i feel i feel bad i mean i'm saying this on the mic and not to him so it's kind of weird but he'll hear it anyway um no but like i felt bad because like what you were saying about um like jennifer her being like we're just supposed to play for me like there are people that you know they want us to do well and like mm-hmm. and i'm i'm a mad insecure i'm everybody's insecure about their instrument well not everybody some people are. i mean some of y'all ought to be right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god because some people in my studio used to frustrate me like <laughs> 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 that is so rude. 
funny and it's true but because like they just people who be overconfident classical music is hard yeah and they'd be like well you go i remember one time this kid played and this other kid was like the kid that i always he's in the rpo and i always roll my eyes when i see his name he was like he's his comments the one kid was well you know what you have to do so yes girl my face look like that in studio wow. just don't say anything you you know what you have to do so yes you you need All to right, be so i'm putting this viola down and we're fighting right square up <laughs> right like what <laughs> no nah. this mad rude some of y'all need to be insecure <laughs> <laughs> but like just letting that get in the way of like pe- like people trying to help you was like i felt weird about that you know mm-hmm. like obviously playing for him like that's just first of all girl make him touch your base right, you right. Know, you when what. he introduced me to Aaron O'Gean the um guy he Yo, one, one second kid, I was like man. let me take I was like let me take my glove off in case I'm his talent rub off mm-hmm. on me cause I was just like I don't know like especially cause I took that break so I'm feeling even more like behind with my plan I was just like I'm telling you when I played playing for somebody like you know, I don't know when I, I, took, just, when I took that I took a break before gateways maybe two weeks before gateways I, I like and I had to play for Jennifer I had to play that Walton and whatever key it was in and I, then I had to play Don Juan Mendelssohn Bo wasn't barely bouncing like and she was like all right so let's take this apart like it was just like she because like they can no matter if you take a break or not they can tell how you play you know in there they can tell what's there because it, even at the end of it she was like okay well you got two weeks to do this. i was applying for something and she was like you got two weeks for this so send it to me send me recordings again like some people just want to help and they want to see they want to see people do well and i'm here for it i'm here for i'm here for it, joseph Delaney sharing stands in the Philadelphia Orchestra. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I would love that. That's the content I need to see. So <laughs> let's get on it. Delaney. Oh, you mean Delaney? No, no, no. I said what I said. <laughs> that no, I meant what I said. I didn't know no, 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 Delaney no, 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 no. I meant what I said. Period. I meant what I said. Oh, you mean Delaney no, Jackson? No, no. I mean Delaney right here, sitting right across from me. You, Delaney. <laughs> oh, Delaney, you period write in the comments below if you would support that's the content we need to see we need to see joseph principal delaney assistant principal oh my god i would be in there side by side for third graders (laughs) that's the only way i'm getting on there (laughs) you're honestly the worst person i know like i thought i knew worse people but honestly like you take first prize Okay, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay. <laughs> Tofu dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the finals concert. Who Chile? That was my first time seeing solo bass perform at my big age. I mean, I already knew he was going to be. Not, okay. That's that's a lie. I literally went to your recital. I've also been to bass. So yes, it was your first. Oh, time okay, I've also performed. okay. I've also I've also seen. Performed okay, so that bass performed but me. Can in I recital, please? So. You saw solo bass. So I just want to finish my <laughs> you thought. Saw solo bass. I just I would touched. love to finish my thought. <laughs> I'm not I would just love to finish what I was talking about. Okay, I've seen solo bass perform. However, I've never seen solo bass with orchestra. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what I was trying to say. When I tell you, good sir played, I was so, sometimes you'd be shocked. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was just like a blown away. I was so excited to see him play. He's just amazing. Like, he's an amazing performer. Yeah. I just look for certain amazing. things, interaction with the orchestra and like, 
If I could just touch him and his garment. You can. Yeah, okay, Katie. Excited to see you up there. No, that's not my trajectory. Okay, well. One am I good enough to... Okay, see, and then all that you said said to me, you know what, Katie? For Sphinx, they're not giving just anybody 50K. And I've also never done a... That's not true. I've done a couple concerto competitions, but not... You got time. You have to do... I have barely any time. I have three years. It's time. I just don't see my life going that way. The pre- the preparation you need to win something like that, we'll see. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure we'll see, but it's also like so, uh, put in the comments below if you'd like to see Katie. And also the nerves of steel. I didn't. Yeah, that was crazy. I was just like, when I tell you that that bar talk was basically flawless. It was basically flawless, and I was like, first of all, the bow control for that that second movement. I, well, you know what? That's not even true. I don't shake when I'm when I'm nervous anymore. But you got twenty eleven cameras on you. This is that one dude with the thing and the thing and the audience that go foom. I was like, oh. okay, she's talking about the camera that's at the end of that like robotic arm that like can move and stuff. There's a guy operating it. I just don't know if my nerves are strong enough for that. And also to get up there and embarrass your teacher. Imagine getting that far and you forget. But that's the thing. You probably wouldn't have a memory slip. I just can't even. <sighs> the amount of times they performed that concerto before that moment, I don't know. I don't see. Also, there's people who are gunning for Hannah. Why I'm surprised I didn't see her on the on the docket this year. Mm. Probably taking a year off so she can come back and blaze everybody. So we will see. However, I feel like I'm. It's too late. Excited. Mm. Excited for you. Yeah, but the finals concert was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was really excited to see Aaron O'Gean play. Um, I had never seen him play live before, but I already knew. Like, I've seen videos of him play. I was like, I already know this is going to be mm-hmm. phenomenal. So, what's the child's name? Gabriel? Gabriel. 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 Mm-hmm. Gabriel's a girl. Gabriel. Um, yeah, that I, I had a good old time with that Elgar. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's your, that's your piece. Especially when he goes. Like, what the heck? It's like Elgar. Where is this in the rest of your stuff? Okay, <laughs> what? I like the string serenade. Oh yeah, I like the string serenade. I like um Nimrod specifically, and there's one more thing he wrote. Shoot, popping seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> what did he write? There's one more thing he wrote. That oh. One of the best pieces ever. What's it called? Introduction to Allegro. Bum. Beep. Da 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 dum. Beep. Da da da. He freaking did that. Wow. Well, yeah, congratulations to everyone who won a ton of money. Classically Black Podcast is taking donations. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Could> you imagine? <laughs> what would I do with 50K? Like I tell you one thing, I did not work so hard for Sally May to see any of it. So we'll see what you do with it. Problem? You are the problem. For encouraging you? Okay. All right. Well, happy Sphinx Connect 2020. Can't wait to see Katie on the stage in 2021 or 2022 or 2023. We'll see. 
And shout out to y'all who said hey and stuff. We met so many people who said y'all listen to this raggedy little show. Okay. So. <laughs> A raggedy show. <laughs> oh my God. People have just been just really, really nice. It was mad where people be like, are you classically black? Yeah. My girl, I'm in my kitchen. But it's just really... I think the best thing about doing this show is the fact that people have something to relate to and they feel seen. I think it's, a, it's just like the best thing to feel seen. And I'm glad that we are part of helping people feel seen. That's a really um, humbling thing to do. So thanks for your work, Delaney. Are we done with this? Yep. Great. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Um, today I'm talking about Raphael Davison. Um, she's um, she. I love that she's um, the assistant art director at Carnegie <coughs> Hall. But um, I recently uh, came across her profile on Twitter um, because she's doing this thing during. Well, she's been doing it for a while, but um, uh, I saw it because of Black History Month and tweets circling around um, a Black classical soundtrack. Um, it's an interdisciplinary music series that celebrates the work of black classical composers through forms of nostalgic black media. So basically she takes like um, different clips uh, like from black TV shows, from commercials, like like A Different World, Martin, Family Matters, Moesha, Proud Family. And then she puts like um, music of black composers on them and like lines them up. It's really, really cool. So I saw it on... Um, I saw it on uh, Twitter and, um, and then a couple days, like I saw that like on the 1st of February and I was like, okay, bet, screenshot, like we're going to see, we're going to feature on the show. Um, and then yesterday I saw um, Jarrell Jackson, who's a bass player. We met him at Sphinx last year. Um, mm. He wrote an article about her for WQXR. Um, People so, would be out here popping. Right. Oh. Um so this year the um the black high school soundtrack is focusing on films um like some a few of the films are like do the right thing boys in the hood raising the sun the whiz um and she's uh using music of samuel Coleridge taylor florence price uh nathaniel Dett, mary the williams like mm-hmm. and she's lining them up so i'm gonna link the article that uh Jarell wrote about her shout out to him for writing this because it actually is like super like extensive and it has a lot of the videos linked and i'm also going to link um the the page itself she has like a like a tumblr where she um where she uh writes all these but i mean where she posts all the um the soundtracks and stuff it's it's really really cool and dumb creative like yeah she she came up with it when she was listening um to some uh, classical music by a black composer and then walking past like a basketball game and saw like fun like funnily enough it lined up exactly with the basketball game and she was like what if i just did this so um that's what she started doing that's how she started doing it but she started doing it three years ago so it's been you know Mm -hmm. a long time but yeah i'm going to link that so you can watch um some of the clips yeah so thanks for doing that during black history month and always Mm -hmm. it's mad creative i could never think of something like this you could you could all right, piece of week. You know, Doc Nani wrote a um a string trio. Nope. Well, now he wrote he wrote a um a serenade in C major. I'm gonna link the recording. Shout out to Unclassified. Um, 
like it don't even sound like look like listen it don't even sound like him like i don't know what he sound like so we're gonna see right i mean i guess it do sound like him but it's lit So this is that's the romance. So that's the second movement. So um, I'll link that. All right, period. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to Class Clue Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Class Clue Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a Black Excellence suggestion, or intermission suggestion, send them to Class Clue Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you have a friend that's plotting your downfall, can you inbox me so we can? I'm plotting your downfall it. after encouraging you on the show. That's funny on your downfall. Y'all see this? Y'all heard me on the show encouraging her. And now I'm planning on her downfall. They can't see you. And they know they can tell by your tone that you are lying. They know that you are trolling. Delaney, I'm not lying. Delaney trolls me. I'm not lying. I'm planning on your downfall, Katie. You can honestly say that. On my downfall for this, for saying the this you I'm want not me to planning on it. I'm just hoping for it. No, I'm not hoping for it. Classically by podcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.